Introducing Shakti Power with best-selling author, priestess, and sacred dancer, Zinnia Gupte. Learn the wisdom of Shakti Power and invite greater beauty, intuition, and magic into your life. Enjoy ancient mantras, meditations, and supportive techniques to help you unlock and activate your sacred feminine power. And now, Shakti Power with Zinnia. Hello, my beauties. Welcome back to Shakti Power. And on today's very special episode, I'm going to share with you an ancient healing practice that um, comes from all the ancient um, religions and spiritual lineages, from Buddhism to Hinduism to Ayurvedic healing to um, you know even the Gnostic and Sufi traditions. And um, this is called the seven steps of emotion clearing and self-compassion. And the beauty of these steps is that it really comes from the source of compassion and wisdom. And water is very much a a healing tool in this kind of self-compassion and wisdom. So here I want to share the, the seven steps of emotional clearing and self-compassion because it really can become a roadmap for you to help you navigate the stages of clearing you need to clear any negative hurt, pain, and conflict from your bodies so that you may once again experience trust, compassion, and innocence. You know, it's a whole new level of wholeness. So most of us don't know how to clear this kind of negative buildup that happens. Um, and these negative emotions, once they start building up in our bodies, it's toxic. It can become toxic or it creates a, a dam in, in, in our bodies or a barrier. And it's a process most of us have never been taught to clear. And society doesn't really support us in this work either. We're taught to just repress it, shut it down, you know, keep a smiling face. So when we do try to do some inner healing around this, and when we do try to clear and release painful emotions, it, we can get stuck. And there's nothing wrong with that. We can even feel frustrated. We give up. We go numb. We numb out. We go outside of ourselves for comfort through food, drink, drugs, and sex. But that's what we don't want to do, right? When we go down that road, what we're really trying to do is fill an emptiness, a void a deep need to be seen and heard. So when we allow ourselves to listen and to, you know, really be present with ourselves without judgment, then we give ourselves a fighting chance to resolve our inner conflicts. And when we allow, we can clear. When we clear, we can begin to create energetic balance in the body. And why do we need this energetic balance? Well, it's to have mind, body, and spirit aligned and whole. And when we're not whole, when we're not in harmony, it can really derail us or, you know, imbalance us on multiple levels. On the physical level, emotional imbalance could lead to illness. On the mental level, it can lead to depression. On the emotional level, we move into autopilot and react in destructive ways using anger and passive aggressive behavior. And all of these things are destructive to our personal relationship, to ourselves, 
and to our relationship with others. So here's the roadmap that I want to share with you, a wonderful tool called the seven steps of emotional clearing and self-compassion. And the seven steps that we're going to cover on today's episode are number one, trigger, number two, naming the trigger, number three, blaming, number four, express and release, number five, reflect, number six, own the mirror, number seven, clear the mirror. So step one, trigger. A trigger occurs when someone disrespects a personal boundary or agreement. And what happens? You usually get angry, right? Or you respond or you react or you stuff it down. Step number two, naming the trigger. Once you're triggered, the natural reaction is anger or a sense of uneasiness, anxiety, even insomnia. It may even keep you up at night. That's what happens to me sometimes. It's like, I can't sleep and I'm wondering what's bothering me. And it's because something has triggered me and I'm not allowing myself to just look at it for what it is. And here's where you can get stuck if you stuff your anger down instead of exploring it. So here's where you can give yourself permission to really explore it. Um, you know, don't say to yourself, it's not worth going, getting upset over. If it's upsetting you, explore it. Step number three, blaming. When you're angry, it's natural to blame someone else for it. And we call this kind of behavior projecting because you're putting the blame for your pain on someone else. Many people, including myself, we project and we blame. But, you know, if we stay here, we don't get past this point. Um, so it's really important to express to the person whom you're upset with that this is how I feel. Um, this is what I'm feeling right now. I need you to honor this. There was something that was said that you said that you did, and this is how I'm reacting. This is how I'm feeling. Can we talk about this? You know, like that's a really great way to start opening up the possibilities of cooperation and healing versus just pointing yourself, pointing your finger at the person and blaming them. Step number four express and release. This is when you vent and you express anger to the person that you're upset with. You either speak up about it, you yell, you write a letter, you send them a text, whatever, or even, even you, you cuss them out sometimes with, with really highly intense words, depending on the intensity of how hurt you're feeling. Most people believe they don't have the right to express their anger. So the anger can get stuffed down at this step, you know, it doesn't have a chance to be released and it can stay stuck in your body and it will wreak havoc in your body if you allow anger to stay stuck. So definitely express and release it. Go for a jog, run, do some yoga, kickbox, hit a pillow, yell, go into the woods or near the ocean or on a cliff and just scream. Definitely express and release. Step number five, reflect. Once you've expressed your anger, the waters can get still again. Now you can reflect and take personal responsibility for how you've created or co-created the situation. Now you can really invite the wisdom of compassion in. And in this wisdom, you look for the lesson and the role that the other person is playing to help you see yourself clearly. Ask yourself, what's a fear that I'm not facing? Ask yourself, what fear is the other person expressing through their behavior towards me? And then once you figure out what that fear is, then you ask, what belief is triggering that fear? And this allows you to navigate your way back to the belief that is at the root of your behavior. At the end of the day, our beliefs create fears that keep their hold on us. And it, what's 
it's what makes us act out. It's an unconsciously held belief that we have that we kind of, by not looking at it, we live life through it over and over again. And we act out through our fear of abandonment, our fear of intimacy, our fear of failure, our fear of success. So whoever this person is who's helping you um, through your blind spot, they're helping you to face this fear and reflect upon it so you can name it and, and find the belief behind it and uproot it, literally uproot it so that you can be clear. Step number six, own the mirror. When you can see the aspect of you that the other person is mirroring back to you, you can get a sense of how his or her behavior is also motivated by fear. So here you can really acknowledge how you have done the same thing to yourself, how you've been um, motivated by the same fear, and how you've been judging that person for acting from that fear. And if you truly see this, the anger and pain will quickly turn to empathy and sadness because now you understand the fear that drives you both to that behavior. And you have compassion for yourself and that other person. Step number seven, clear the mirror. By the time you get here, you have discovered the fear that motivated the behavior. The next step is to ask yourself, what belief triggered that behavior? This is usually a core belief such as, I must be perfect to deserve this. I'm not lovable. I'm not valuable. I'm not worthy. I don't deserve this. Who am I to get this, to receive this? And once you find that belief, you now have the gift. Because now you've got the ability to see the belief as an illusion and the opportunity to change it. At this point, you may experience a shift in your body, a kind of loosening. And the empathy and sadness will shift to appreciation and gratitude. So it's going, the vibration is coming higher. You'll have appreciation and gratitude for the other person as all anger, pain, and blame are transmuted. And in this moment, you release the other person totally and completely. You can then choose to apologize and validate the other person's pain. With kindness and compassion now in your heart, you can thank the other person for the gift. You do this by thanking them with a heart full of appreciation and gratitude. And they will feel this. Once completed, you've cleared the mirror and you've closed the circle. The conflict is over. And peace, love, and harmony is reestablished. Harmony, closing the circle. And even better, each party feels more trust in the relationship because they know that when conflicts arise, the other person will stay to work through the conflict and not run. So I hope that helped you kind of look at how you could clear yourself, how you can practice this on a weekly basis. And I guarantee if you practice this on a weekly basis for three months to six months, you can clear a lot of energy. And I definitely suggest keeping a journal just for this so that when people trigger you, you have a tool and an empowerment technique to clear your emotions and circle back. And it takes you as long as it takes you, okay? Don't worry about the timing. I'm just saying that if you practice this every week, it, could, it might just be step one and step two, you know, but that you're going to that place of healing, that you're giving yourself permission to grow and expand past your limitations and the illusions that have kind of kept you stuck.
Okay. So I hope that helped. If you have any questions, please uh, go to shaktipriestess.com. You can um, write me a question on your my contact form. You can also come to Facebook, Shakti Priestess, and um, I invite you to leave any comments. And um, thank you for listening to our podcast. We are all in this together, guys. And I love that you are sharing this journey of feminine power, feminine beauty, and feminine magic with me. All my love to you. Namaste. Thanks for listening to Shakti Power. If you like what you heard, please share the Shakti Power podcast with your friends. And be sure to visit ShaktiPriestess.com to claim your free goddess gift bundle.